Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. This episode of Sewing Out Loud is brought to you by our SewHere.com members. This podcast and our community is mostly funded by the support of listeners like you. If you love the podcast, check out SewHere.com slash membership to see how you can keep it in your ears for years to come and get fun stuff to boot. Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue. Oh, I thought Mallory was going to give me instructions, but this is ZD Donahue. Oh, I am going to give you instructions. I'm okay. going to tell you, uh, this is how you format answers for Jeopardy. Jeopardy. It's right? hard. Yeah, so she's like, wait, how do you do that? So, so No, I didn't say, how did you do that? I said, I'm going to do it like this, and you said, no, you don't. I didn't say anything. I just started recording. Oh. <laughs> I said, so she was recording, and I didn't know it. I said, hi, and welcome to the podcast. <laughs> okay, so here we go. Um... This is what people poke through their spools of thread that weakens it, but makes a good picture for the internet. And yes. you say, what is storing your needle through the threads on your spool? You just have to say, what is a needle? Oh, what I is a needle? Oh, I didn't uh, yeah, get a yeah. question I, here. What is putting the, no, what is I, a needle? I said the answer, and you, you didn't did? have to say, what is a needle? What is, is how a needle? That okay. We obviously planned this said. out really well. <laughs> We can't play Jeopardy. I need Alex Trebek. Alex Trebek. Come back. It's another one. Another Canadian. Another favorite Canadian. Yeah. One of Mallory's Canadians. One of my favorite Canadians. Okay. So we're not going to play Jeopardy. We're going to. Because we don't. Because obviously we're not good at this. But these are good trivia questions. Mm -hmm. And actually, when we went to Baby Lock, they asked us some sort of questions that we were supposed to answer. They did some trivia. Yeah, kind of. We talked about that. Um, I wanted to ask a question so that ZD would have to say, what is longitude? (laughs) Oh, my God. I mispronounced one thing, and she's like, I can't let it go. I love it. Just remember who taught you how to speak. Who taught me. me. I know. Yeah. I know. I know. Yeah, anyway. Okay. So on this episode, we're going to talk about some things that we see sort of on the internet and places that we actually don't think are very good ideas. So, I mean, we see it. I shouldn't just say we see them on the internet. I've seen them everywhere. I see, I've seen them when I've been teaching people. I only and go I on ask, the internet. I don't go well, anywhere else. <laughs> but, you know, in teaching people or something, sometimes you're like, you know, yeah. this isn't really no, a very true. good habit. Let me, and we're, and we're going to tell you why. Yeah. And yeah. then you can do it if you want. That's you right. You can choose not to do it, or you can do it if you want. You know. And, it, and sometimes the reason we know why not to do it is 
we were doing done it, it ourselves. Before. Um, yes, and found out it's not a good idea. Yeah, we haven't done a real like snarky episode except for right when I was like, Derek, how why are you wearing your pants this way last time? So <laughs> this will be a good one. Okay, the first. I think this is going to be a series. Personally. Okay, the first poorly worded Jeopardy answer that we tried to give is. So what you're not supposed to do, just like get get into it. Don't take a needle, hand sewing, sewing machine, whatever, any kind of needle, and stick it through a spool of thread yes. to keep the needle where you can find it. Right. To keep Store track it of the through needle. The, the, the threads in your, you know, that are going around that spool. You see that picture? Yeah. It's really common. It's mm-hmm. really common graphic for people to use. And I I just looked on the internet, okay, and there were several places that I know people have referred to, like, oh, I got my idea from here, or oh, such and such says this, and they have that graphic, and it is, I'm I'm telling you, most the people that sew will and know lots of things, and some will tell you, don't do that. It weakens the thread, and you don't know where. Okay, so. You know, I think what happens is it's like a stock photo that gets right. used, but like I wouldn't put that stock photo right. on my website. Right. It would it would make my Well, when I see it on, when up, I see it on somebody's website, I think, do they really know what they're talking about? That's what happens well, yeah, to me. Yeah, it can That's when, what happens to me. And that's probably not totally true. No, but it could. Now, you know, you get all these what we were kind of looking up on the internet, you get those clickbait videos and those right. clickbait articles and da 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 da. But we really are trying to be helpful here with things that sometimes we see recommended. So don't store your needles through there. Like mom said, it weakens the thread and you don't know where. It may be in more than one place, actually. Oh, yeah, probably. And if you have a habit of doing it, uh-huh. which a lot of people, you know, a lot of times you'll see this like on some sort of neutral thread. Right. And, you know, I remember my grandmother doing this. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it was like her hand sewing basket, and she had like the needle stuck in like a white and maybe a gray right. and maybe, you know, a black. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, oh, I wonder how many buttons fell off because she did that. When yeah. She was, you know, hand sewing the buttons on. And we didn't realize that she kept having to sew them on because that's, what, you know, she was weakening the thread and we didn't know it. So if anybody's wondering how a needle would weaken the thread, you're putting a sharp metal thing through some thread. Right. So. <laughs> and a thread is, you know, is more than one fiber. Uh-huh. So, you know, it's and split just them. think of a rope. Yeah. You know, it's a bunch of fibers wound and spun together. And they're wound around there really tight to right. keep the shape. And so even the parts of the thread where the needle isn't puncturing or right. perhaps the point isn't even coming into contact, right. it's being overstretched. Right. You know, so it's just I mean, and you don't have to do that. No. Actually, another thing is you, you may be dulling your needle. That's The that's best thing possible. to put your needle in is something that's going to sharpen it, like, um, you know, a um, pincushion that's filled with sand. Sand or something. Right. Now, Keeps it clean and sharpens it a little bit. If you have a kid, like, okay, well, what do I put my needle in? Needles, da, da, da. You know, try to keep a scrap of felt mm-hmm. in your kit, just a little square that you can put the needle in and out of. Right. Um, you know. I usually, I, I would use, sometimes pile up a couple pieces of felt and just surge around the edges or, uh-huh. you know, or even just sew. Because you don't the have felt, to. Right. Felt I just yeah. use a serger because I like it's fast. Because you like surging right. like things. I, I'm a serger freak. Yeah. Okay. Well, but, I like to just but, cut you know, things and not finish them. Yeah. But, you know, I usually, <laughs> well, sometimes I like more than one. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. I like. Yeah. Here's what I will do. Mm-hmm. If you've got more than one layer of felt, you can put it through the top layer you put it in and out and up, and then protect the and point. And then you take the point and put it back you've between the little, two. You right. made a little you pocket made like for the little, point. Right. Yeah. Good. Good point. <laughs> 
sharp okay. point on the needle. Good. Okay. Now, what do you uh, want to do about this one? Can you read what that says? No. Um. Y- well, yeah, and I think that I want to maybe broaden that. Okay. A little bit. Right. Okay. And right. I know okay. what you're. Where you're you going, know what I'm going to say? Okay. So. All right. Oh, yeah, if I, if I, do. I don't add to it, okay. but like you can't just steam out every mistake. Right. Okay. So there's been a lot of discussion in the group about like, oh, this neckline didn't go in well, or this elastic didn't go in well, or this whatever. And people right. are like, just give it a good steam. Like, we're all about steaming, aren't we, Mom? We love, well, yeah. we love steaming Yeah, I things. love to steam. I love to press. Love. But I certainly don't want to press in my mistakes either. There you go. Right? right? So right. so go, go ahead. Go on. Well, go on. you know, <laughs> it, it, okay, okay. It's it's not going to work, and it's not going to help you, and you're not going to learn anything by doing it. Right. Okay. And especially if you're if you're something like trying to steam in elastic. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here's the real problem with that: you're steaming the rubber. Mm-hmm. Okay. The rubber is very very liable to heat. Right. It gets okay. Gets That's what ruin. You know. Yeah. If anything will ruin rubber, it's. It's, you know, like chlorine and salt and heat and sunlight. So if you take that uh, iron and you're, you know, shooting that steam at whatever it is, I mean, you know, it's at least as hot as steam. Yeah. Um, It's at least 212 degrees Fahrenheit, right? right. Or 100 degrees Celsius, right? That's correct. You are, you know... You are, you know, you're, you've just taken away the integrity of the elastic you've just put in. And, like, I'm not saying, you know, that after you finish a garment and maybe it's been at your sewing machine and stuff. Right. And then you steam and it might look better, of course. Or, you know, that, yes. Well, steam, you know, steaming out a wrinkle, but you can't, you really can't iron out or steam out mistakes. Right. And I, it, it really, you know, I see a lot of this as advice on our yeah. Facebook page. I don't think anybody means, you know, <laughs> this in a bad way. No. But, and, you know, they're trying to help someone. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is it really is, in fact, sometimes you may really, what happens is then it doesn't work. Then they take it out. Then you've screwed you've, with the integrity of the fabric. So it distorted messed, it. Right. Yeah. So now that, that, you know, the fabric right there is just totally messed up. So I see this a lot about, like, necklines that have gotten stretched or distorted okay so if you stretched or distorted something and you think you want to put it back into shape you need to undo your sewing that's right because the sewing is what's holding holding it it. in the distortion yes Yes. so then after you undo your sewing let's let's pretend you've applied bias to a neckline yes you stretched it out of shape well i didn't but go ahead yes you did (laughs) yes you did no okay okay Anyway, okay, you stretch one stretched the neckline right. out of shape. One must undo the bias. Right. You need to remove it. And then you can go over with your shirt with the neckline yes. that now has, you know, like the raw edge or whatever, and you can steam and try to In fact, to, you should try yes. and steam it then, but you cannot steam uh-huh. out incorrect stitching. Yes, exactly. Because the stitching is what's making it it's holding it in that That's wrong, what's incorrect about quote, it. wrong place. Right. So I think that I think the advice, like give it a good steam, like sometimes it's applicable, but not when you've not, sewn in. Not a to steam the mistake yes, in. Exactly. I mean, that's exactly what. Exactly. You're, and that would actually could segue us into why we don't, as a practice, 
pin in. Or, no, oh, no, 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 sorry. No, no, press well, press yeah, in sorry. a hem before we hem a garment. Yes. Okay. Except on jeans, because I know somebody's going to be like, right. you did the video on pressing in the jeans. Jeans we actually do. Uh, so on, like, uh, we just did the zigzag video mm-hmm. for the blind hem. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that hem we don't press in ahead of time. The tiny hem video that we've right. done with the, how many ways are there in that video? Like three At or, least three. I think three maybe. Yeah. So we don't press that hem nope. in before sewing the right. hem. You press your hem in. After you get your hem in, you look at it, you inspect it, and you go, oh, it came out just right. Then now. you press your hem in. So you don't, yeah. And, you know, I'll. And you press. You don't iron. You don't go back and forth. You press. We've thought about doing, like, a whole episode on this, kind of. But I, I think it's maybe simpler than you think. Okay. Uh, and I think a lot of people think about pressing in blind hems because that's how it tells you to do it in the sewing machine manual. Right? Right. Like. Right. I yeah. mean, that's that's what it, it'll say. How, to, right. how do you use your blind hem foot? And it shows you all this folding and you are supposed to press it and then right. you're supposed to stitch. Right. OK. So that blind hem, you can pin up the hem. Right. At intervals, you know, just like you would. Below the stitching line. Generally, yep. hems are curved like that's a right. lot of time. Not all the time. Right. Not all pants. Like I'm thinking of like a trouser might right. be pretty straight. Um. But a skirt, I did that blind hem on a cape. It was a You know, most hem. of my trouser hems are not straight because right. I actually usually have the back of my trouser an inch longer, mm-hmm. a half inch to an inch longer than the front because yeah. I like how that looks. You like that look. Okay, mm-hmm. so there you go. Not not quite straight. So you can pin that hem up, you know, your inch or two inches, you know, whatever. Right. And then... When you go to the sewing machine, it is held in place. Right. And I can't tell you. I used to, when I oh, was Oh, you first, can clip it up. Uh-huh. We've clip, talked about pin, that. You secure. actually can tape it under. Yeah, there you, you go. There you go. Um, if you're using the blind hem foot, you don't want to tape it up. No. Um, but you are securing that. Yes. And when you press it up, and I've done this before because I was like, you know, kind of mm-hmm. trying to teach myself to do this. I've totally pressed in some like weird bubble it can be little well, the thing is is when you, know? you press it up you're yeah. really not securing it in no, place no. you really aren't and no. so it you're right it may shift on you uh-huh. so if you if you feel you need it to stay in place it needs to be pinned or clipped pressing it up won't do the right thing well and i think people like pin anyway when they press it up like but they might do that too. Okay, you're so right. you're already pinning. You I know me- i measure and pin yeah me- right measure, measure it and pin up or, or, pin. or use the clips Wonder, Wonder clips, clips or uh-huh. a sewing mm-hmm. clip of some uh-huh. kind. Yeah, you don't have to press that in. And I think it gets it makes people really afraid um, to do that mm-hmm. it, because that's the way it's often taught. But, you know, even on – there is this Colette blog post that talks about blind hemming, and they tell you to press, and they even say you can get a press line from this. Yeah. Pressing that you're going to press out right. later. Because you press in a fold that you're supposed to take out. That's right. When you do a blind hem like that, right? Yeah, so we don't press in a hem before we right. sew it, except on jeans. Okay. <laughs> if you do, I mean. You know why I say that? Because I just know someone's just going right. to email and be like, you used an iron. No. <laughs> right. That's kind of a different kind of hem, too. It's, it a is. A jeans hem is more like an upholstered hem reminds, or, or like a bag Bag. Hem. No, I was about to it say is. that. I was like, it reminds mm-hmm. me of making a purse it more is. than anything. It's more, <laughs> like, it's more like home deck. Yes. I swear it is. Jeans are more like home deck. Absolutely. Oh, I did want to come back and say that you'd posted something in the zigzag group about 
you know, a good steam won't always fix the mistake. Like, that's not true, right. you know. And then someone said, I feel like this is the equivalent in knitting when people say, oh, just block it. Just keep it. blocking it. Just right, block it. Right, right. And I thought, oh, man, I bet I've used it's a, that before. Right, right. I was like, oh, it's fine. I'll just block it. <laughs> I'll just stretch. I'll just stretch the crap out of that. And so, But I'm an amateur knitter. I don't, like, tell people I know how to help them knit. So it's okay. <laughs> And while you're pinning, I never tell while, anyone and that. And while you're pinning that hem, yeah, yeah, do not put the pins in your mouth. Yeah, don't okay? put pins in your mouth. Okay. And yeah. I'm I I am a I'm a mouth pinner. Everybody, I had a really hard time breaking this habit. Agreed. I did it for years and years and years. I put the pin in my mouth. There's just no excuse anymore with I, magnetic pin cushions and things like that. I catch myself doing it right. still. And I, I will, too. Occasionally, I'll yeah. stick something in my mouth. Mm-hmm. But I will tell you, I had a, a machine dealer yeah. that I you know, would see very frequently when we would go to um, uh, trainings and everything. And what she did is she had a pin in her mouth. She was sewing in the, the um, shop. Uh-huh. You know, other people were sewing... And she laughed, and she sucked it in, yeah. and it actually went in her lung. Yeah, and that it had to be removed. Yeah. I mean, they had to take her two intensive care, you know, Surgery. and they had to do a bronchoscopy yeah. and and pull this pin out. So, I, it doesn't happen all the time, but it happens. Yeah, that you know, it's not good for your teeth either. It's not. Um, if you hold them, you know, between right. your teeth, you know, our dentist asked me. She goes, "Oh, so you sew? So do you? Do you cut threads with your teeth?" And no. I was like, "Absolutely not!" Like. No. How inefficient. You know what? I think First we... of all, metrazine's pretty hard. That's what I, I was going to say. I thought, I thought that's my thread. The, that's I'd a crappy really thread to... that you can yeah, cut with your that teeth. You can, yeah, that you can do with your teeth. I'd like, I'd have to really saw that off. And plus, I love that's scissors, right. you know. Um, yeah, so don't don't put pins in your mouth for real health reasons. I saw Zelda. She, was, she tried to – I didn't put the pin in my mouth. I licked the thread, which will bring us to our next thing. Okay. But she then put the needle in her mouth. And I was right. like, no. I said, I licked the thread real quick to right. put it through the eye. We never put needles or pins in our mouth. And she's still. I don't even lick the thread. I lick my finger. Oh, really? Yeah. I lick the thread. Um, She's four. So she's not like completely out of the stage. You haven't, and you haven't puts, given her the hat. Ha- it's not a habit with her yet either. No, 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 no. Now. And I really, right. when I'm around her, I definitely don't put a pin in my mouth. Like right. I, I, I get the little ding ding well, reminder. And this will bring us, but she still puts threads and pins. And another thing is don't sew over pins. I know we've said this before. I know we st- I know people will tell you, you can, I well, am, you can sew over you can, a pin. You can do it. <laughs> the problem is then when you miss and you try to sew through a pin. Right. And now I think we've gone into a lot of detail about that before. Right. But I, you, you say that I've seen this. Too. But I know people who have truly gotten injured. Oh yeah. You know, the pin has broken, and okay, not only that, it can cause a very expensive. Oh yeah. Um, injury to your machine. machine. Right. Which a lot of people... And, you know, people will say, oh, I've done it for 30 years. Well, you know what? On year 31, it might just happen. You know, and I've accidentally, like, I've missed a pin. Sure. I've done it. You know, and I'm always like, like, you know, oh my gosh, I'm I'm so lucky that didn't... uh." Right. Okay. I've seen this on the internet and you brought it up. People spraying hairspray on the end of a thread... To make it go through the eye of a needle, whether right. in your machine or hand sewing or whatever, but through an eye. Okay, first of all, 
I don't need one more thing to keep track of in my sewing studio. Well, that, Even though, look, we have hairspray right there. Well, I need that. I'm going to take that home. That's <laughs> when I was doing a wig. Okay. That was, well, I'm taking not, it home. It was not for sewing. I was styling a wig up here. But anyway, you can take it home. Okay. But um, I think I had it in the costume thing. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, so... Here's my thing about yeah. The there hairspray. are a few problems. I'm yeah. sure. Okay, I know. I'm sure it can probably work. Okay, oh, sure. First of all, I, somebody told me this. Oh, I I don't use the needle thread on my machine. I just spray the end of my thread, and I'm like, I think that's more trouble than learning to use your needle right. thread. Right. <laughs> like, like you have to get out the hairspray. You have to spray. You have to watch where you're spraying it. Correct? Yeah. Because I don't want to spray it towards my machine. Okay. For those of you who use hairspray. Isn't your bathroom floor or sometimes the wall yeah. of your bathroom just coated with hairspray? You know what I'll notice. You don't even notice it like once. You notice it like you're like, oh my gosh, oh, wait, what's there's all a this layer stuff? of hairspray yeah. on here. Yeah. Or it's, or it's all over your mirror because you do it, you know, towards uh-huh. your mirror. I mean, I don't want that stuff on my machines or around it. I know. Well, we did that video of me embroidering the towel. Right. And I'm spray I spray it's sort of next to the machine, but just for filming purposes. Right. And we get a lot of comments like you shouldn't spray near your machine. And you know what? They're totally right. Yes. You know, I mean, we have a spray box. Yes. You know, when we so use we can, adhesive. Uh-huh. I mean, a lot of people won't even spray in their their Yeah, they go so outside. they go outside. Yeah. Our studio is pretty well ventilated. It's huge. For us to go outside, we have to go down two sets of stairs. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but we use a spray box. Yeah. And we're very careful about it. Well, so, yeah, I can't imagine sitting at your sewing machine and then, like, Just, getting the bottle of hairspray. I think, hair like spray. you said, introducing something else. And When I could, if I really need to mm-hmm. make that, first of all, okay, the first thing I do if I can't get a thread through something mm-hmm. is I clip it. Yeah, talk talk. about you have okay. a clipping technique. Talk I will about clip it, it yeah. and I I will straighten it with my finger, and then I will clip it at an angle. Yes. Okay? Yes, yes. And this is a bead. If you're a beater, you really know this uh-huh. because you're going through a very tiny eye and a needle. So you often take your finger. If I need to wet it or something, I will, but I, I will like barely touch my finger you know, to my tongue. Just, I don't even lick it. I'm just trying to like decide if there could be someone out there who like doesn't produce enough saliva to do this and must have hairspray or something like that. I like, don't know. I don't I mean so Sometimes I don't mean to just, well, you know, leave don't anybody know. out but yeah. <laughs> I can't. I, I, I mean can't. I don't know. And I people people say it works. I just can't imagine if I've got this machine too that has a needle threader. Right. Well, why that, I haven't learned to use it. Right. You know, because they do work, people. So put it, like, hairspray, I don't know, maybe that's just one of those clickbaity things. Maybe, you say you, you say you know no, somebody. No, I know, who, someone told me one time when I said, why aren't you using your, oh, they didn't know how to use oh, their, okay. their threader. And I said, uh-huh. well, you don't know how, to, what machine do you have? And they said, oh, I have this. And I said, what well, is a threader? And she says, I just use hairspray. And I thought. You have to open the hairspray. Hair you, ah. you have to get the hairspray. You have to. I mean, all I'm thinking of is she. Yeah, if you if you've threaded your machine down to the needle, needle. <laughs> and then you're spraying that, how close are you to your machine? See, what if she like? I don't sprays know. Sprays it all over the thread and puts it through her machine first, and then it's all hairspray in her sewing machine too. Well, no, I know. Well, like how much hairspray? I don't like, know. How much is getting on that one little strand? Well, hopefully not a lot. Okay. Well, anyway, and, and <laughs> you know maybe she takes her finger and wipes off the excess. I don't know. Well, uh, yeah, right. But, and then but, your hands get sticky anyway. But yeah, I, it just seems to me is why would I add stickiness? 
That's like adding spray varnish yeah, cause you to like, my sewing machine. You're liking using glue for a lot of things right oh, now. Oh, yeah, and I've got some... But you still work to contain it and everything. Like, you yep. understand the... Yeah, ZDZ is a lot of spray glue. And I do way. not spray glue above my machines either. Oh, I yeah. I spray down, down and in a box oh, on the floor. That's a good That's a good principle. Okay, let's take a quick break and come back. We, we've got, we're, getting, uh, we're getting on a roll with these. Hello there, you fabulous sewing machine. Did you know that our podcasts and Facebook group are mostly funded by our fabulous members? We have corporate sponsors, but our individual members are the people who ensure that we can keep producing our quirky, inclusive, sometimes slightly offbeat sewing media. You can support the sewing media you love starting at $1.50 per month. As you go up the scale, you get perks like a universal wardrobe planner, the So Long and So Happy zine, access to patterns and discounted classes, and even a monthly live broadcast from Mallory and me. We are so thankful for our past, present, and future members. Any level of membership is helpful toward producing our podcasts, videos, and the time it takes to moderate our growing Facebook community. Go to SoHere.com slash membership to check it out. So, 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 sewing out loud. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. And we're back. All right. This is a big one. <laughs> and I don't want anyone to take this personally um, or take our, like, I don't want to sound exasperated, but. Well, I'll give you, I, I can, you, you, you say something because I've got a really good example. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, they're really okay. great examples. Okay. When you're going to alter a garment, whether you are making it from scratch or it's ready to wear, do not try the garment on inside out. Okay? And don't, don't mark it inside And don't, don't out. mark it and try it on inside out. That's there. not how you're going to wear it. Don't. You need don't. to try it on how you're going to wear it. And there's more than one reason. And the only, you know, I think the reason I sound exasperated is it's not with you, dear listener, who's hearing this for the first time. Okay? It's because it's like in the group, people will be like, oh, I, do, I need to figure out how to take this fabric out or something. And people are like, well, try it on inside out. I'm like, no, no, no. Well, and, and the thing is, is if you do that, and sometimes people do that, and then they alter it, and then they find out it does not work, and then the garment's done. You yeah, can't fix it. Yeah, because you take it out. You can't you, fix you've it. You've taken it you out. You can't yeah. fix it. No, so when you try a garment in on inside out, mm -hmm. it is now mirror-imaged on your body. That's correct. Okay, so... 
It's mirror imaged and inside out. And inside out, right. So it's like you make that's how you wear your underwear for for on the four second, days in on a the, row. On the third right. day or whatever you, you wear switch it. Front, yeah. back, inside out, <laughs> front and back. Yeah. I put mm. on a pair of underwear inside out. <clears throat> they were clean. The other day I felt really well, smart. <laughs> I I one time okay. I one time couldn't figure out why my underwear was so uncomfortable. And I was working with Terry at the time, this guy, uh-huh. right? And I kept like having to pull my underwear around. And finally, I went to the bathroom because I needed to go to the bathroom, and I pulled my underwear down, and I had the, the leg, leg around my waist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did that once when I was like five or something. I feel like well, I, I was that. a little bit older. Were you older than that? Yeah, probably like forty-five. <laughs> yeah. But I was like, "What is wrong with?" I was like, ready to cut them off and go commando. Yeah. Okay, so when you try something on inside out, not only is it mirror imaged, but like the fit, you don't, you are gonna have seam allowance on the inside of your garment. When you're done with sewing right. it, you know. So if you have darts, yeah, say in this garment, mm-hmm. and the darts have a seam allowance, yeah. Okay, is it called a dart allowance? A dart <laughs> allowance. <laughs> that, that, but the fa- excess sure, the fabric excess from the fabric. dart is no longer against your body. Yeah, it's on the outside. Yep. And in some garments, maybe it wouldn't make a difference. Sure. I don't know. Sure. But in some, in in a lot, it will. Um. There's hem allowances. There's there's plackets. There I'm like, you know, if the if it has a collar, the collar will not roll correctly. If you ha- if that collar is on correctly and you turn it inside out, you have just basically sort of distorted the neck. Oh of man, that. I didn't even think, you didn't about, think about that. If you have facing, <laughs> if you have facings, they're now on the outside and not yeah. on the inside. I shall I go on? Okay, because so, I can. While this podcast isn't supposed to be like a big how-to about all, no, I, it's just us I, trying to tell you the no, reasons I, why. I do want to yeah. say you can you can pin out your excess or fit or whatever, right? And now you got your flappy doos; they're they're pointing away from your body, right? 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 Okay. So you've you've pinned those safety pins are great for this. Yeah, we're big on safety big pins on with safety altering pins? now because I have had so many instances. Especially when I was transporting garments, yeah. that I would pin things in and then they fall out. Yeah, and I think we may have. Did we do a video on this for zigzaggers? We that, may like have. The, yeah, I remember taping so this at some point. You take off the garment, right? And you mark on the inside, right. where that fabric was meeting, and now you have your guide for where to take yes. it. Up, okay, or you know, say you're just I don't know at the waist. You can say, oh look, I have marked out. Two inches or something mm-hmm. like that. But it wasn't an inside out two inches. It was a right side out two inches. Okay. It does make a difference. Um, it, absolutely. So don't turn things inside out. You will see it. People are going to tell you to do it. Sometimes we don't catch them all. Sometimes right. I don't have the energy. So <laughs> I was I was, I was, was brought in on a costume situation. Uh-huh. Okay. And it was a show choir a dancing choir dancing singing choir if nobody knows what show choir is Is the same one i'm thinking about i don't know okay but they were altering these girls garments inside out yeah and i thought you mean marking them like marking them yes because you would turn it inside out to alter it no they, they were putting the garments on the on the on the performers inside out yeah and then pinning them with straight bands um and pinning them and then they were going to alter him this way. Uh-huh. I was not in charge. Okay? I was brought in to rescue, supposedly. Mm-hmm. 
But sometimes people do really want to be rescued. Sometimes they want, I don't know why they want me there. Okay? Because I said, I don't think this is a good idea. Not only were they doing this, but this was a one-shouldered garment. Okay? Okay. So, like, this could show you very clearly how mirror-imaged it is. Right. Because... So it was supposed to be, you know, (laughs) on the right shoulder, and now it was on the left left shoulder. Okay. Now, some of these girls were really busty. Um, And I was thinking, this might be a problem. This just might be a problem. And the next thing I said is, does everybody have on the proper undergarments? Uh Because people have bra straps sticking out on one side. Oh, no, it's at home. And I'm like, oh. And I, I turned around to the person in charge, and I said, you know, I hope, you know, I'm 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 getting kind of nervous about this. Mm-hmm. I said, and okay, and these dresses had were f- like fringed. This is not the same situation. Okay, so we were going to be cutting fringe off and doing. They oh, were like, okay, yeah. oh, fun, uh, yeah. yeah. I, was like, I was just like, this is like just a disaster, you know. Looking at me, oh no, we do this all the time, and I was like, okay, because I'll tell you what, the girls I tried on did not. I did not let them put them on inside, inside out. out yeah. And if they did not have their undergarment, okay, I didn't do it. Yeah. I made them go home and I came back the next day. Right. So guess who got to fix, try and fix everybody's everybody screwed up. Con- okay. <laughs> you know, there's 20 of these girls. Yeah. There was like 16 of these that were screwed up. So what they did too is they altered it and they cut it out. And I cut had, and we cut, had, cut, cut, cut. I spent, okay, these dresses got worn for like two minutes. Right. You know, I spent hours trying to fix these. They got more stage time in your studio. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, it was, it was a night. And some of them. The girls' shoulders were not symmetrical, yeah. or, or their boobs weren't symmetrical, right, right. or, or very common, very common. Right, right. So you know what? What? And they just were horrid, <laughs> just horrid. And I mean, I was sick over it, and I was then there to rescue. And it really, it was very aggravating for me because I said, I really don't think this is a good Did idea. Did you get mentioned in the program? I hope not, because they right? looked horrible. I just sometimes <laughs> that I'm happens like, too, right? Sometimes I'm like, oh, they didn't mention me in the program. I'm sometimes like, oh, I'm like, it's okay, don't it's mention right. me in the program because if you think I made that, I don't want anybody to think it's I made not that clear one. Right. What I did, so right. uh, you know, we need to delineate if we're going to mention. No, um, <laughs> That's right. Yeah, so don't try things on inside out, and it, you know, it can might work for some things, but it's. I don't. It's not know. a good practice. I, I don't know why it would because that's not how you wear it. Right. Right. It's not how you wear it. Exactly. I think people are just afraid and just haven't been taught how to do it is what I think. Right. I think that's what it is. And they think, oh, you sew this inside out. So you, Mm -hmm. you know, so you do that. Yeah. So don't (laughs) half the podcast. This was our first thing that we that we came up kind with. of made us crazy <laughs> we were thinking about we it did this podcast okay and then what's our next don't well you know this is a suggestion okay is if you have a cutting mat mm-hmm. and say you're cutting something over and over again like strips for something or whatever try not to cut in the same place on your cutting mat over and over again it yeah. will wear out yeah and i hear people say this how do i get my you know uh cutting mat not to wear out well, don't it's, use it. It's, yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, it's going to wear out. It yeah. And we have a big, huge one. You know, ours is four foot by eight foot because it's on basically um, how we built our table. And we will rotate it. 
And sometimes we will move from what we also keep a piece of an old mat Mm -hmm. sometimes that we'll even put on top of it. We just did that power mesh pre-order and we're Uh going to get out a piece. Right. So like if when we're cutting yardage over and over and over again, we will put, you know, part of the old mat that we saved and 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 put it up there right because we're like basically cutting the same line over Mm -hmm. and over and over and then you know it it's called a self-healing mat but it you know i mean it doesn't totally heal right that's for sure that's for sure (laughs) i've seen some things are like put it in the bathtub do this do that and like well at some point i've heard people gonna wear out i've heard people about adding heat to it or something like that it'll warp it that's all it does yeah he just he won't do help you at all will not help you um no i i i agree um what's our next i thought you had one more don't is that it don't 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 um I don't have one particularly on this list. I don't. Okay. Think. Well, I think that was a that was a good little. Um, I can say I always use a new needle for a new project. There you go. Um, and okay, you wanted to say this one. I was like, oh, we say this all the time. Maybe it just bears repeating one more time, Mom. Go ahead. I know that you want. Don't use your big, huge shears at your sewing machine. There you go. Why not? Because you'll hurt your sewing machine. This is the Jeopardy thing. Okay. Well, this first of could all, put, this item could pose great risk to your sewing machine. That's right. And then you're supposed to say, "What, what are it, what are sewing shears? Big huge shears. <laughs> so, what are big huge shears? So, it could hurt if you have if you have a computer screen. Yep. You can scar it. You can poke it. Um, if you can poke your lighting, you can just scar the basically any surface on your machine, and then you've got. Um, you know, a rough a snag, spot. a rough yeah, spot, yeah, it's, it's a like place that. to snag. Uh, the other thing is, it's not good to clip whatever you're on with those big. You're, you can't be How, the kind of work that you would do with the right. machine. Right, you is need not a little sheer, pair of snips, really. a little pair of scissors because those big shears are for cutting big things. Right. So if you're just trimming or something like that, you shouldn't be using those big shears anyway. Well, You'll cut into your garment. You'll make right. more of a mistake. They're not very precise. Right. Yeah. You know, very, very. That's good one point. of my favorite things to tell people. Actually, ZD just loves to tell people not. I to. just well, I just think that it makes, you know, it makes you just. So much more successful when you don't. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, well, I think that was a good little list. Um, I guess if anybody wants to, you know, fight us over those, just go. To well, no, and fire. feel free to do all of this, those things we told you not to. That's, That's right. Absolutely That's right. up to you. Um, we're here to suggest and hopefully make things better. And if you don't think it does, don't do it. There you go. All right, everybody. Well. We hope that you do everything perfectly in your sewing room, just like Zidi <laughs> wants you to. Uh, I know I do. Um, so uh, you can get to us on Instagram at SoHereCom. You can email me at Mallory at SoHere.com. So long and so happy. Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit SoHere.com. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? 
And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Discover South Carolina.